This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. That, I do. I think it's, um, you know, got a chance to elevate Giannis's game quite how a bit. How interested are you in Phoenix and, and how that comes together? Well, you know, I love watching them last year. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not super high on Brad Beal, though. Um, I know they needed another guy, but, um, you know, I, I, I just think, like, you know, it's probably not a deep enough team. Um, it's relying on an on an aging, you know, guy who's the the best at what he does. Yeah. But I, it's relying on him to stay healthy, which he's really not ever been able to do. Um, so I'm just not I'm not totally. Uh, I mean, it could happen. It could all come together, and it all could look beautiful, and the Suns could could you know win the title, but. Like again, when they get up a team, when they get up against a team like Denver, right? I just think they're going to have a really hard time once again. Like, what it, Brad Beal to me does not help you beat Denver. You like who's who is their big right now? Nurkic. I mean, that's a tough ask there, mm-hmm. dude. I just I think they're kind of capped, my opinion. Maybe they could make a Western Conference Finals appearance, maybe. But I like the Lakers more than I like them. Because Davis, I think I'm with you. Davis can actually neutralize Joker, right? If he's on the floor, like he can go blow for blow with with Joker. He can bring Joker out, like he can actually do. Like Nurkic can't do that. Um, that's the issue ultimately at the end of the day. Uh, so I think the West is, you know, you have the Lakers, you have the Grizz, you have the Nuggets. I'm not in any particular order, although I do think the Lakers probably win the West. That's my guess. Oh I mean, wow, you're going with the Lakers at one? I mean, well, the 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 like come out of the West. Oh, I co- say. To go to the finals. Yes, come out of the West. I don't know. They probably won't win the the West. Gonna, yeah, with the, you know, LeBron yeah. resting. I know there's a, a threshold now, yes. 65 games and everything, but there's still going to be plenty of that. Yeah, in AD. I, I think the Lakers have looked pretty good in the preseason. And, well, they have, and they're uh, better defensively. They're yeah, deep. They and are. I just think I don't. I'm not as concerned about. Uh, Ad and Bron making the playoffs as I would have been in previous years because they are so deep and they're going to be able to throw out some quality without those guys during the regular season. Are they are they going to be able to beat everybody with those guys sitting? No, but um, it's a much more quality uh, team top to bottom now that I think folks are wanting to give it credit for. Uh, he he really ch- they changed everything about themselves at the trade deadline last year and went and got some. Uh, good pieces and kept the right ones. Yeah, the, way the, I see uh, the Lakers are uh, thirteen to one to win the NBA championship, which I personally think there's some value there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be wrong. I, I no, am, I think there's good value there. Uh, but like, it's like it's LeBron. It's like you. The NBA is a narrative league. It's all about. It's all 
it's rigged. So you have to take that into consideration. You know, like it's LeBron's like last potentially great season. See, they're not going to have to play LeBron and AD to feel like me to the 35, 36 minutes a game this year in the well, regular season to win games because of the depth is yep. what I'm saying. You're yep. going to be able to, to, to monitor, you know, that mileage this season for those two guys in a way I think that you haven't been able to before because if one of them wasn't on the floor, it was uh, combustible. The thing would blow up. And I I think that's what's going to be the most improved thing about them. Exactly. And it's going to help them get through the regular season. I couldn't agree agree more. So, um, yeah, I think that's sort of the the look here uh, with the the Lakers. Uh, That would be the way I played it. Yeah, I think Minnesota's going to be really fun to watch for sure uh, with Ant-Man, no doubt about it. 76ers I do not think will be very fun. Um, I think it just – they kind of sort of are what they are. And then you – like, what are you replacing Harden with? I'll be interested to see how they do that. Kings, we know they're going to score 135 points a game. Um, and, and then we already talked about, you know, the Celtics, obviously. I have a Tatum ticket for MVP. Nuggets, I think, are a little overrated, although they, they look like they hit on some young guys. Strother's looked good. Um, Christian Brown may may take a step, yeah. you know, so we'll see on that. But, um, yeah, it should be fun. NBA season starting. I'm hopeful, I'm very hopeful that uh, the regular season will matter in a way that it does not matter in, in the previous uh, because it would be nice to care. It would be nice to care about like regular season games, you know, and get up for those. So uh, should be uh, a lot of fun. Jeff Coggins will join us at 125. Talk to him about John Morant, journalism, more. Jason to John, I turn to- This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Jeff Carr is going to join us at 125. Talk to him about everything, about life. Help us. State of journalism. The state of journalism. No trophies. Just journalism. You don't do it for the trophies, dude. You know that. You don't do it for the Tennessee APSC awards, bro. You do it for the love of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to talk to him. Congratulations to the Daily Memphian on holding on to Drew. Talk to him about that. Maybe. Uh, he he has tweeted Memphis. He has tweeted out Memphis. I, I assume maybe that is a – uh, Is that not a – Maybe he just – Didn't ha- he just tell us he's very happy here, or is that a cow? Well, no, I, I don't know. I think it's up to – you know, I don't know that Drew was up for anything. I think, he, I think it was all unsubstantiated. I think it was all just created out of thin air. Fake news media. Oh, okay. Y'all trying to sweep it back on the rug now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but Drew did tweet Memphis, so perhaps that is an indication that he will be covering the Memphis Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian moving forward, which would be a real coup for. Who was the last coach that we managed to stay when he was flirting? 
We managed to keep. Josh? Remember, he was going to go to USC. Oh, my God. There's something more recent than that, is there not? We lost Ben Pierman. We did lose the coach Ben Pierman. Uh, beat him this year, though, if I'm not mistaken. We did beat him. Yeah. But, yeah, everybody else, we either fired or, le- or, lo- or lost, right? Fuente, yeah. we lost. Fuente and Norvell both once it was. Yep. Yeah, they were gone. Okay. But Coach Silverfield's alive. Josh really did have, yeah. USC was courting him. Yeah. Correct. And he uh and uh and he had that two thousand he had that number one recruiting class with Austin Nichols well, and, and all and, those. And pieces. then that crazy contract from Bowen that gave him everything. Right. Well that's true. Like no you wouldn't have wanted Josh to take that job though because of that class. It would have probably fallen apart. Like you like at the, in that moment, right? If he leaves you know that class probably never. I mean, I know it didn't ultimately achieve anything, but right. I'm I'm just saying like that was a number one. You know, maybe it wasn't like top five, top, top three, five. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but it was still a great class that you would not have wanted to. I mean, again, I know back then it's hard to remember, but you know it used that was to, the Nick Austin, uh, Markel, Markel Crawford, Karan Iverson class. Was there was Dom there Woodson up, leaving out Dom Pookie? I feel Powell. like there's one more. Yeah, yeah, Pookie was Dame's guy. Yeah. No, Pookie was next year, I think. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. Oh. I think. We named the ba- the major ones. Yeah, exactly right. There were some good players in there. Remember, it, uh, assistants telling me yes uh, about Josh in that instance that you never stay just for the players. You never stay because of the class you got coming in. Yes, that's a, that is certain. And the one thing about going to USC is the expectation level. I mean, he'd have been free. You know, there Dude. are no real. Basketball expectations out there. Well, uh, I mean, the best so, the best way I can say it is the guy was, that they ultimately hired is still there. And, infield. And I don't think he's done much of anything there. He has uh, – how many tournaments has this dude made? He has ma- he made – well, he's made some tournaments. He made one, two, three – he's made five tournaments in ten uh, years. One with Josh did. Uh, and he didn't make an Elite Eight in 2020, 2021. Uh-huh. So I guess you could say that um, – He's actually had some success, but um, he's never won the Pac-12. Weird. So that's um, not weird. It's not weird. Arizona's in there. Arizona, UCLA. His best finish was he was tied for second uh, this year, and then he was second two other times um, in seventeen, eighteen, and twenty 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 one. So I don't know. I guess he's done a little bit more there than I suspected. Um, but I just think while we're on the on the subject of like coaches and stuff, not that we're like here with any of the Memphis coaches, right? Silverfield and Penny are both, you know, I, I wouldn't put them in the, just the same sentence. Well, and I'm put just a saying, dot on like, it like they're both safe. Well, no, I, I just mean in terms There's of a difference in there in terms of flight risk, right? In terms of you know, like one threatening to leave. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. either of them are. That's not where we're at. Can do it that way. Yeah, sure. I got but, you. But but I do think like. And whether it applies to coaches or, uh, you know, if you're a sports writer or journalist or whatever you are, you know, like sometimes it's better to just love the life you're in. You know what I mean? It's like I, I do think like there in America probably specifically there is just this uh, – there's a guy I know who lives overseas and he calls it – he's lived here and he's lived – he says in America they have hustle culture. That's what it is. It's like when he lives in – he lives in – you know, parts of Asia, it's like, it's not that way. You know, in Asia, it's like, you know, you, you hang with your family, basically. Like, you don't worry about climbing the corporate ladder. You don't chase professional opportunities all the time. You just you want to work less, honestly. 
Uh, in America, we know it's all about chasing that dollar, chasing that, you know what I'm saying, next job, whatever. Sometimes, though, it's it's just good, and that's great. You know, sometimes it's just fine. You've built a life. You've you have a routine. You like the people enough that you work with. Yeah, but we all we both agree. We've agreed through the years that Josh made the wrong decision there to not take that job. That he, in this case, yes. staying was yes. Players were there. Yes, we love it, and the class would have broken up. But in this case, it, for him, yeah. career wise, it was the wrong well, decision. It ended up being. What did we did we know it at the time? Probably not. Um, and I, I still think he was like he was still like decently liked. At yes, that he was time, making right? tournaments. Yeah, like just wasn't he, getting past the first weekend. Uh, the only reason why I ended up being a bad career move is because like it started, it went south. You know, he stopped. He didn't. He never. He never. Well, the expectation level is never going to change. Though, that's because true. Because he was still the that guy following Cal. That so is. That, that's yes, the thing that's that true. Gets taken off of your shoulders. Well, when because you, there, you're right. There wasn't. All right, you're making tournaments now. But, you're going to have to do more. You're but gonna he have believed to, he was about to take off with that class. With, what with, you have? With, I mean, I think we we were we could see that. We yeah. could We could see the scenario where it did. Exactly right. I mean, I think at that point. Twenty. Uh, I, there were still people that were very unsure of Josh as a coach. Yeah. But what you knew was he was going to continue to get players. I mean, he, and and what was impressive is that, you know, even even with that first class, he was able to get the Bartons. You know, it wasn't just Memphis kids. Even with yeah. the, the second one, you know, remember Shaq Goodwin, he was able to get Karan Iverson. He was yeah. able to get. So it wasn't just a deal where he was just getting and 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 depending solely on the local talent. Yeah. So just so to, you figured you figured and somebody will learn how to be a coach or he'll put somebody. You know, he'll put that guy. What what was our guy's name at uh, Georgia Tech? Ravino, uh, uh, Revino, yeah. uh, the guy that he brought in, you know, to be that that sort of uh, associate head coach that yes. could really help him. So I mean, just to put it back into perspective on this, I mean, Josh was coming off that sixteen and 31 win year. Yeah. Uh, when that class was was you know assembled, so I, there was every reason to think and expect that was the last year of CUSA, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. 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 You were, I it mean, was. It was a way to get to a power five. Yeah, and you had Shaq Goodwin on the roster, who was going to be a sophomore. I mean, you had a lot of reasons actually to think, without with Jaron and all those guys coming back, that it was going to be a, a hell of a year and a hell of a next few. Um, and, it, and it didn't turn out that way. You know, it just didn't turn for one reason or another. It didn't turn out that way. But yeah, I mean, he, it was right to expect that to happen. You know, and and because it didn't, of course, we now view the whole tenure a little differently. But um, he, you know, USC like, there's a re- there's always a relevance question too. Like I don't remember what they were gonna pay him, but like cost of living, and then your relevance was gonna be, you know, you're giving up on a freaking amazing class. You know, there were reasons, you know, I, I recall. But um, just generally speaking, you know, wh- whatever you're in, you know, if you're happy, that's really important. I just think I think happy is really freaking hard to find, and if you've got something set up. You know, where it's like every day, like I, I can do this for you know essentially the rest of my life, and I'll be happy enough. Like that's really that's worth a lot. You know, and think about how many people go to work and just hate it. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, uh, um, very many, a uh, high percentage of yeah folks every day just that, can't uh, stand it. Yeah, and uh, you're very blessed and lucky if you can do something that you love. Or exactly right. Hold on to that, or don't just hate. Yeah, because you know how many times has like Buzz Williams taken a job, for example. And like he just because he, he hates the AD, and then he has to do it again, and he has to do it again, you know. Like that's real. Uh, you 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 think something is 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 going to be so great on the other side, and then in the end you have to deal with the same people, you know, the same kind of people. They they exist everywhere. You it's sort of incumbent upon you to make of that situation what you want it to be, right? 
So I know it was a sort of weird, long way to talk about happiness and life and, you know, being a professional, but um, I do, I do believe it's true in any line of work. Um, unless you get fired, in that case, you don't have a choice to make. So I don't, I don't think that's in danger of it happening to anybody here either. Well, I just, I, I would say, you know, appreciate how unique a situation this is where you've got a college basketball coach here in Penny Hardaway who, because for anybody else, this would be, if you do good at this job, it might be your right, your road, your step to the better job. Climb Cal, up. everybody before, even Josh. If it had continued to get better, Josh going to move on from Memphis. Maybe yep. it's Arizona, whatever it is. Yep. Um, there aren't many situations like this in college basketball where you've got a guy that, I mean, you, you know, Penny Hardaway is not going to go coach some other college program or not looking to move up. And that's, let's, let's be real. I mean, if, uh, say for what, Finch and Penny. I mean, the guys that you've had in that spot would have been looking to move up, just like you see in, with with the women's basketball program or or anything else at Memphis. It can be or with the football program with Fuente and with Norville. And so, you know, I know I know folks have their criticisms of Penny and what trajectory that thing is on right now. But I, I tell you what, you better appreciate the the the, the how unique a situation it is in the situ in the in the case that you know any other coach you put in that spot, you know, probably first time he has a. a, a you know, he's going to the second weekend. Johnny might be out of here yep. to a Power 5 or whatever else. So uh, hopefully Penny gets it done, you know, here soon. And, yeah, yeah, the great thing to know is he's not at least going anywhere in college. Yeah, I guess if he did, yeah, we've talked about the NBA stuff, but I don't think he leaves here before he thinks the job's done. Yeah, yeah, I think you're exactly right. That is a, that is a real luxury. Yeah. Real luxury for Memphis. You just hope it goes well because if it goes well, it's like it's incredible. It's the best thing ever. You it's kind of like buying the superstar, though, like they said about John, that story. you got to get everything that comes with it. Penny's different too because he's an ambassador. That's right. Yep, that's right. So you talk about you. You talk about a bad end with Penny means bad, you know, future donations from Penny possibly. So yeah, we we gonna need it's got, it's got kind of two edges to that. You know, having a guy like Penny in that spot. Absolutely. Gotta be careful. Uh, we'll come back talk to Jeff Calkins about John Morant about all of this the Memphis basketball season that's coming up. And more. Stick around. Jason and John, I'd be trying to fit. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Yeah, buddy, Jeff Cockney. Host of Jeff Cockney Show, Connor Show, the Daily Memphian. Hey, uh, Drew Hill tweeted Memphis. Isn't it nice to see just a citizen of our city just appreciating everything our city has to offer? It brought, uh, it nearly brought a tear to my eye, Jeff. What, what did he tweet? He tweeted Memphis. That's the word? That's, Memphis? Yeah, that's the word, yeah. 
You know what, Drew? Reading it, interpreting Drew, it's like it's like what it's like Jaw. You know, it is. This is a page from Jaw. Yeah. Where this is a you have to you say what does this mean? What does this mean? It is true. I read on a uh, you know how message boards can go. Oh, you know, Facebook. No pages, doubt about people, it. People who think they're in the know about things can can go out with crazy room. Everyone's in such a hurry to get the news that uh, I was reading earlier. I swear to God, this is true. I was reading just earlier this week that Drew was headed to Dallas to cover the Mavs. And uh, and I said to myself when I read this on a Facebook page, I'm like, I don't think that's true. I, I talked to Drew. Drew is a friend of mine. He does a hell of a job for the Daily Memphian. I don't think he is headed. But, like, whatever. You can't respond to every, you know, everyone who's got a, who's got a right. Facebook page. And so I didn't respond to it. And, uh, and I do believe that, that probably, I don't know, like we're, we're, we're left to interpret things. Probably it means that. Drew is plans to keep living in Memphis. That's the only. That's the only way I can. You know, it's the only thing I can interpret. You know, it's not nine oh one day. I mean, you know. So I mean, it feels like its own nine oh one day. Yeah, it's not. It's not nine oh one day. No, you're right. Like otherwise, it's a totally random. It's a totally random tweet. So I think it probably maybe is in a response to the erroneous report that I saw uh, earlier this week so anyway yeah he's great what he does i'm glad he i was little, glad to listen to you on your show earlier yes and uh, i'm glad he uh, Don't you, just just uh you're, you're somebody who would you know who, who could speak to this uh you know intelligently huh? because you've certainly had your a lot of people don't know this but you turned down the orange county register many years ago to go cover whatever the hell you were going to cover over there is it there? I forgot that. Yeah, I did forget that. I've, yeah. I've never forgotten that because it really was the only offer you've gotten in the last fifteen years. Uh, but isn't there something to be said for per- personal happiness in a job? Maybe it's not in New York City, or it's not in Dallas, or it's not in you know a massive market. But you've established yourself, and you're happy. And isn't there something like there's a lot of value in being happy, isn't there? I'm, I, uh, that's a hot take, man. That is a hot, happiness. There's a lot of value. <laughs> happiness is hard happy. to find, though. It's not easy. No, I mean, I do believe that, like for me, it was easy for me to leave the Aniston Star because I wasn't making enough money, for among other reasons, and because it just wasn't a big enough place, right? So that was easy. But I got a job to leave the Aniston Star. It was actually not that easy for me to leave the Fort Lauderdale Sun Sentinel because they offered me a second column job and they have great sports. But really the truth of the matter is I wanted my own town and it was in the end, it wasn't that hard for me to take uh, the job at the, at the site when I moved to Memphis and then, um, and then uh, Seattle, Anaheim, Minneapolis, those are the three places that I've been most in, engaged in since I've in other opportunities over the last three decades. And ultimately, yes, once I'm here, I'm happy. I like my life. I like my job. So you have to say, I like the city. Like, what, what, what am I pursuing? Like, and honestly, I, I think head coaches, it's the same kind of thing. They have to look at this. It's what Mark Pugh has decided, right? Like, what is, what is the gold ring that you're going after? Now, it's interesting. Like, when I was thinking about the Seattle job, if the point is, like, fame and, you know, national fame and you want to be on Around the Horn or something like that, 
Well, that wouldn't have even done it. Like, if that was the goal, you know, I don't think I would be more apt to be, you know, like, it, you just sort of recreated what I do here, exactly what I do here in Seattle. And so it didn't, it didn't seem worth it to me because I'm happy here. I really do think there is a great, there's a story, uh, I don't know, is Kurt Vonnegut engaged in this story? I think it's Kurt Vonnegut. Let's just say it's Kurt Vonnegut. And he was at this million billionaire uh, uh, hedge fund guy's house. And he was talking to some other friend of his, and they were looking around, and they saw that everything that the billionaire uh, hedge fund dude had. And, uh, and then, uh, and then you know, and, 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 and the other friend was, you know, wondering about what it would be like, whatever. And Kurt Vonnegut said to him, he said, you know what? You have something that that billionaire dude is never going to have. And the question was, really? What? Enough. You have enough. And I do think if people believe that in the end, whether it's whatever it is, whether it's money, whether it's, you know, job satisfaction, if you feel content, if you have enough, then you've won whatever enough is, you know? And so, um, so I do think there's a lot to say for, for, for simple contentment. Absolutely. Jeff, from an editorial standpoint, can a team uh-huh. source, a team source, as it was put in that story by, by Tim McMahon, mm. can a team source be someone who is no longer with that organization? Or would you in that instance have to then call that person a league source? Is, is, is there a difference in that language to you? I think it becomes a little squishy. Um, I don't think they're necessarily a league source. But let's say, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm reporting on uh, uh, the uh, – I'm reporting on the, you know, uh, someone's administration and they've left. Can I call it an administration source? What if it's on stuff that happened while they were in the administration, right? But then they've left. So, in fact, they know it firsthand. League source kind of implies no real firsthand knowledge. It's just someone around the league and what they're saying. Honestly, if you were identifying these people specifically, you really should say set up set up someone who used to work with the team. It's a bit misleading. It is misleading to say a team. Then that identifies who they are. So, I, well, of course, I don't know that who, I don't have an idea who it, who it was. And so you think team source implies that they get their pay, they they're actually are paid still by the team. Who don't? It may have been a team source. And maybe we don't know that it was someone who's left the team. Could be someone who's still with the team. Yeah, I was just trying to narrow it down using the language. So are you saying that team source must mean that they're still a Grizzly employee? Because in a story where you already had editorial questions anyway about running, you know, with anonymous quotes and everything else, I just think you got to stick to some principles. And when you say a team source, an editor would say, well, that can be, you know, if it's somebody that's no longer with the team, might have an axe to grind. That can be construed, you know, that could be misleading. You're, you know, yeah, when I read that, I assumed a team source. It's someone that's within the team right, right. now. And it might well be. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Might well be. And I think if it's somebody outside of the Grizzlies or so, you say a league source or an NBA source, I, I just thought that language was important, especially in, in this, this hypothetical. Yeah. In this hypothetical that you raised, that if it was someone who was with the team last year and let's say saw firsthand uh, sure. uh, object yep. and then is no longer with the team. I don't think they should properly be identified as a team source. So maybe that, maybe the person still is with the team. Who knows? 
Who knows? Maybe the person's still with the team. I don't know. Um, you want to uh, go, uh, go through the names of people that we have suspected, and you can just tell us whether you think no. they did it. The only thing that I will say Bennett. is pretty clear. <laughs> he named Bennett in the open. It was just wrong. It's pretty good. It's, it's, Bennett, it's funny. You're but it's, exactly right. Yeah. OBD. Uh, Bennett's leveraging. Bennett. He's, he's trying to leverage for a raise already. He's, he's a disgruntled employee. Him and Tim, real tight. The one thing you can say is that it's not anyone with great clout in the organization. Oh, yeah, I'm with you there. I, yeah, I heard your theory. The team source rips the organization. Right, right, right. Like right, right. This quote-unquote team source talks about how they enabled Ja and there was no discipline and whatever else. So you know the team source was not, you know, Zach Kleiman, Taylor Jenkins, or really anyone who has really had anything to do with how things ran because they wouldn't be ripping themselves, right? So um, so it was someone on the periphery or, as you may be speculating, someone who has left because otherwise you wouldn't be ripping the organization as a team source. No, I mean, I, 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 but I like the Bennett. I think Bennett's a real possibility. Yeah. Screw Hawkins. See? Yeah, wow. <laughs> Some of the vitriol right there. See, I mean, it was – I don't know why you have to – Bennett's voice again on these airways, isn't it? Yeah, Bennett was a jolly Hawkins. He was a really good fellow. You know, why you can tell he's really serious. Hawkins. You can tell he's very serious about <laughs> it. He said that – He's laughing as he says it. He, he said that because – What was he referring to? Screw Hawkins. I don't know. It's good. I mean, we'd have to ask him when – we bring him on to ask him Could why he snitched anything. on the Grizzlies. Could have been any number of things. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. My God. Like, yeah. This is amazing. Deep Bennett, we're going to call him. Deep Bennett. You know, meaning probably telling – he's probably meeting with Tim McMahon in the parking garage. Screw the, Hawkins. You know, in the Ford, at the Ford parking garage. What it was called? The Ford Edge parking garage. Built Ford or Tough, bro. And there he is. Uh, hey, I got to tell you something. I got Tim. They tell you something about this team. That's right. There's no, no discipline whatsoever. They're enabling John Morant. And Tim's like <laughs> scribbling it down. He's like, they're enabling John Morant. Look, I mean, <laughs> I, I hate, yeah. I hate that it had to be Bennett. We had to expose him. But people are going to text him. Or, yeah, let's let's be clear. It's not. And then it's they're going to say, and then I don't know that it's not Bennett. Yeah, say, have you, have you have you seen Team Morant? That guy never made it to the NBA, and he's oh, acting like a superstar himself. And Tim's scribbling it down. He's saying, acting like a superstar himself. I got it, Bennett. I got it. Yeah, no, it, 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 <laughs> from a character standpoint, it would, it would not be Bennett. It would not be Bennett. But I so do. Bennett's known for one thing. Well, a couple things. Mm. He's, a, he's known for being a, a fan of that sad sack Titans team. That's right. Oof. And, uh, yeah. and then he's known for his loyalty. Loyalty. He's a loyal guy. He would never do that. He would never turn on the That's Grizzlies. Right. He is not. I'm. Pre- I'm prepared to draw a line through Bennett's name Me as too. the suspected team source. Just as I am, I'm going to rule out Bennett, Zach Kleiman, and Taylor Jenkins. You guys take it from here. I agree with that. We can work Still down a lot the list. Of suspects. I mean, I think you know. GCM employs a lot. That's right. They do. And GCM would be and, uh, a team source because it's part of the team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so. Oh, this- so you. You make a GCM. Anyone who works for GCM. Oh yeah, they're on. The, yeah, they're part of the McMahon. They, for, they're uh, in the holding there. Oh, oh I think I think they would be at the top of the. Let's be uh, honest. Isn't that? Wouldn't that be a little? 
Wouldn't that be a no, little? No, it would not because it's part of the team, man. To call them a team source. Absolutely not because they're in that building they every chick. day. They get they're a chick. They're in that building yeah. every single day. They talk to the people in that building. It is. I think that, is, that, I would rule out equipment they're, manager, they're, they're but media members they hang out with the media, other media people. You know, they all know Tim McMahon. You know, exactly. Oh, and yeah. and exactly. I mean, and again, like they can't. There was no discipline whatsoever. A hundred percent, and they can't report that stuff on their own. Themselves. Yeah. Right. So some might have relationships with Tim. You know, and, and again, but, also what I do know, as a member of the media myself, I know what I like to do, and that is talk. So, right. uh, you know, it, it's not. You know what? This is not good. This is not good. This is a, not productive. This is McCarthyism. Is this is McCarthyism. I'm what just we're saying. Doing no, it's not. We're I, mean, it's not really, it's, I mean, it's like we're saying the they're probably. The, the we're saying, like, yeah. is it a distinct we're possibility that the source is one yeah. of the. It's not really that much of a leap, bro. And smearing I'm, everybody's name is a possibility. We, here. We, the only name we said we smeared was Bennett. Only one, and, <laughs> and that was a joke. So, so it's not like we, you know, said anybody's name or anything like that. I mean, screw Calkins, just Bennett's. I'm comfortable smearing Bennett's name, quite frankly. So, who do you think the source was in the Daily Memphian that tried to, you know, persuade us that uh, tried to tell outside people, outside interlopers that uh, Drew Hill was erroneously, or only that Drew Hill was leaving. Well, it came from it came from Tom Jones, so it's going to be an older person, who's, right? Who's his source? Who's his source? Yeah. I don't know. I would say Bill Drees. I would go with Bill. <laughs> You're just hanging people out to dry left and right. Just name names. Yeah. Bill Drees is a team source. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just going with who's no, my... here's, the, here's, the, here's how you know that's not true. Bill wouldn't have gotten it that wrong, you know? Oh, okay. Right. Bill gets things right, man. Well, it's and it's, it's is, possible Tom got it wrong, and that he just misheard, you know, Bill. Uh, uh, so, so Bill said, "Hey, Drew Hill possible. isn't going anywhere," and Tom heard Drew Hill. Well, no, it's possible that it. somebody told him that Drew is considering, and then and then he, he Tom heard he's going. You know, so I just it, the, you know you've played the telephone game, right? And back in Hamburg, I know you did. So it happens all the time. You know, lost in translation. So. Either way, look, it's a good day uh, for the Daily Memphian, uh, no matter who leaked that, and it's a, and it's gonna everybody over in the Grizz organization is gonna be fine, you know, alligators and unicorns and all that. So um, I, I am who ready. Are the, who are the umbrellas, by the way? Ja is not phased by any of this because there are too many umbrellas. So while we're while we're outing team sources, let's focus on the positive. Who are the umbrellas? Uh, his daughter. Bane and Tillman Jeez, umbrellas. That, that's certainly get an umbrella. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Although I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want to like use like uh, shield me, Riley. <laughs> no, no. You're gonna hold her over your head. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Literal. Yeah. This isn't literal. This is a metaphor. I'm not sure Bane would be a great umbrella because his arms are so short. Stop. So <laughs> I'm just talking about the way Stop. they cover him. They yeah. got twelves back. Yeah. They're well, umbrellas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think. I think. I think the team a bunch of umbrellas on that team. No question. What do you think? For John, I think Jaron would be a fantastic umbrella. He'd be a good umbrella. Yeah, and He's I think that's umbrella. probably. Him. I think I would say I would say him for sure. The, the franchise's umbrellas. Hope, hope. Let's be honest. I yeah, hope I, I, like, I, I'll say this: like I like doing radio on this. I don't. I don't enjoy it. Quite frankly, like I, you know, maybe I should enjoy. it. I don't. Like I'm. No, I, I know you'd much rather discuss whether Trevor Lawrence is playing and why the. Saints are up favored by two. Oh, no, I'd much rather just talk about it. Makes no sense. (laughs) If, in fact, he's trending towards good health, why why are the Sharps, why is the money coming in on the the Saints? You're right. You're right. That is something I do enjoy talking about. But I would rather talk about the games, you know, and, like, uh, I I get that, like, 
you know, ESPN, it, they know, uh, look, they made $15 trillion this year is what I heard. So they know what they're doing. But I just feel like uh, for me personally, on a personal level, I've never enjoyed this. I've never enjoyed talking about what T. Morant's role is or isn't in all of this. Like, I, it's, I just, we don't know. Tim McMahon doesn't know. Whoever told him doesn't know. You know, I just feel like there's always these agendas, man. There's so many agendas. Uh, I don't with- be- uh, okay, I don't believe that there. It's po- anyone who could have talked to him. Everybody talks who has an agenda. Like, exactly. Well, that's the only reporter, reason that they young, talk is because they have an agenda. A young, a young reporter at my at my at the Daily Olympian once said to me, "He said, you know what? I'm not going to print this because I think he's got an agenda." And I'm like, everybody has an agenda. That's not a reason not to print something. You have to decide if it's true or not, right? If it's true, it doesn't matter if the reason they're telling you something is because their boss hates them or whatever. If in fact it's true that uh, that you know whatever it is that the 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 you know that that that. Uh, Forget it. Whatever the story, if it you, you you print it anyway, you assume that everybody has an agenda, but you still print things that are true, even if they. And I will tell you who doesn't. Have, the agenda of the people at ESPN, it's to write a story that gets read. That's their agenda. The one thing I did object to yesterday was people saying, "Oh, uh, these guys at ESPN, they're trying to drive a wedge between the Grizzlies and the city of Memphis." And are you are you out of your mind? Do you think Tim McMahon cares about that? Or no, not at all. Yeah, it's. Their agenda is to get read, and I know that because my agenda. Well, it's is more to get so read. about the agenda of the people that he spoke to. What was the agenda of these anonymous business people? Right, to, those people. Presu- well, they're those people's agenda usually is they were they were they felt they feel done wrongly by Jai in some way, and this or, or 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 maybe they just like to. I mean, a lot of people talk because they just like to be quoted. Yeah, but like, you don't you don't trash people. Like you don't have, you don't you don't know. like to trash people. You know, what about coalition building with the reporter if you're said business person? Yeah, you're trying to you're trying to hang out with a reporter, and a lot of times people like like talking to reporters because it makes them feel important. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, maybe so, I don't know what the agendas are. You have to decide if you if if you decide that someone is so biased and has an agenda such that what they are saying is not true, then you shouldn't use that quote, right? That then you should not use that quote. Deep Throat and Watergate had an agenda, right? And th- there was always someone with an agenda. It doesn't mean it wasn't true. Well, yeah, yeah I mean that's, that's the just yeah. That, I think that's yeah. Just because you have, I'm, I'm not saying it makes it wrong, agenda. but you I'm just saying there is true. an agenda. That's all I'm saying. It's up to the reporter to determine whether the agenda is is informing the right. view. I mean, you but, you use you you certainly quote people in your stories, and you quote people. Anonymously, and I and 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 and, and guess what? They have there has been a there have been a lot of quotes that people have said to me that I have not used because I understand right, that exactly. they are, you know, they are coming out of place, you know, of personal gain or right. what have you. You know, I use the stuff that does not feel like you're just using this opportunity to tee off on somebody that you don't like. And you I know? think that is the that is one of the things that reporters have to have to decide. Yeah, um, whether something has the ring of truth or whether it's just driven by malice, such that the statement is no longer accurate. Exactly right. Um, exactly. I'll be right. honest. In in generally speaking, that story yesterday didn't feel on on you know like there are parts of it that I can take apart that I didn't particularly like, but it fundamentally captured Jaws' trajectory. Yeah, know, I don't, whatever. Yeah, like, it's it, it it's just a, like, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't some kind of hit job. Like, no, I don't think so at all. I thought you know people kind of got carried away with uh, 
we're getting the hook here. We're we're uh, people got carried we're away. Hook here. All right, but uh, we'll, See you later. we'll continue I, this. I got one word for you, Memphis. That's right, baby. Ah, That's right. Stuff. Uh, See ya. Okay, Bye. man. Thanks, Joe. Some people got carried away with, uh, you know, how they characterize some of the quotes there from the business owners. But uh, I can understand, I guess, why if they're if they don't know, you know, potentially who was speaking, maybe they could they could come to a conclusion that it was a quote unquote dog whistle or what have you. But I think the chances are pretty good that it was not the, the from. use of the business owner quotes anonymously was cringe to say the least. Right. Because again, you're using much of what they're saying to substantiate your story that Ja has changed. Yep. Remember, they're the yep. ones that are telling you what he was, and you know, you use the tequila thing as sort of the here's the here's but, how it but starts, right? It's the business owners anonymously that they use to substantiate the claim that he's changed. He was one thing when he first got it, real humble, would ask for a seat. Now he's tearing up the parking lot. One, you know, talk, right. talk. You know, it's them that they use to write really, to, you know, to substantiate that claim that he's changed. That's why to do that anonymously and giving John no chance in that instance. To respond, his attorney, they didn't respond to that. Yes. You know, it was wrong. Yeah. Just from a journalistic standpoint. I, I don't I don't disagree with that. Uh, all right, we'll come back, wrap this up. Jason and John, I turn FM, ESPN. The wing guru has the best wings in Memphis. Y'all know that. Got to get the garlic sriracha, get the honey suicide, get the triple J sauce. Also... You're gonna be able to chance. You're gonna have a chance to meet Jaron Jackson Jr. out at the Wing Guru coming up, where he's gonna be signing. Yeah, he's gonna be signing Grizz uh, merch this Saturday from 3:30 to 4:30 at the Collierville location. All right. So again, this Saturday, 3:30 to 4:30, he will be signing items that are Grizz gear, and they're also gonna be giving away two signed game jerseys. No photos. Man. But for an hour, if you want Wing Guru in Cairo, you can meet Jaron and have him sign your Grizz merch. Yeah, 875 West Poplar uh, on that Collierville location. We'll make sure you get out there and make sure that you're taking advantage of this for the rest of October. It's Monday through Thursdays. Today is Thursday, so you can take advantage. Ten-piece party wings for just $9.99. It's the best deal in town. Frankly, it's why we're only doing it Monday through Thursday now because uh, you guys are coming and getting it. You got to do it online only. At thewinguru.com. Again, Monday through Thursday, online at thewinguru.com. You can order that 10 piece party wing for $9.99. Best 21, soon to be 22 flavors on wings you're going to find in this great city of Memphis. When you see Billy Richmond, tell them Jason and John sent you. going to do it for us today. Thanks to Jeff Coggins for joining us. Thanks to Adam Chernoff for joining us. And thanks to Drew Hill for hopping Drewski. on the show as well. John and Jeff are up next. Don't miss it. For Jason and John, we're gone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. 
go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.